Good morning all, this is Ryan Tubber here with you. It's Monday morning, the 13th of December 2021. We're here till 10 o'clock. Great to have your company today. Hope you're all well. Text number's open for business on 51551 and you can email ryan at rte.ie, which you have all been doing throughout the weekend. So we'll get to some of those in the course of the next hour or so. So great to see you all and to have you here. Um, hope the weekend went well for you. It's a beautiful morning in Dublin. It's pr- very, very mild, uh, unseasonably mild, uh, but it's... It's lovely, and we're hurtling towards uh, Christmas Day, essentially. So, on the what are we on? Thirteenth. So, yeah, a couple of weeks thereabouts left. So, let's keep going and plow on together. Um, we had uh, quite a response uh, in our email over the weekend to Charlie Bird's appearance on the Late Late Show on Friday night with Claire, his wife, Claire Mould, or Claire Bird, I should say, um, and they. Uh, People were just knocked out by what Charlie had to say and how he said it and um, the resilience he showed um, and yet he was an open book, um, as is his way. Um, and it was really quite quite uh, a, a, an appearance by Charlie on the programme. Really appreciated him coming on, doing that. A lot of people talking about how uh, it, Charlie reminded them of their own loved ones who may have been in the similar situation or is going through the same thing and, and certainly there was a sense of solidarity in that and then there was a great sense uh, of what he can do with regards to Crow Patrick. he said he'd love to climb Crow Patrick, and people got in touch with me on, on uh, Instagram but also to, uh, to the show here on uh, email to say how can we help make that happen and what can we do to make it easier for him uh, to do that so uh, and I had a little bit of contact with him myself on, on Saturday and he was very very moved by the response he received to his appearance on the show and uh, I know Vicky Phelan very kindly uh, they're, they're due to me today for um, tea and cake um, and he uh, Vicky was watching the show the other night. She watched it back because she was in a hotel room with her two kids and she just wanted to say, bravo. She wrote to him, you were, you were so vulnerable sharing so openly the terror of living with a disease that you know is going to take everything from you, your voice, your swallow, your mobility, yet your love of life, family and friends shone through. I have no doubt that you brought comfort to so many and I really hope that you get comfort from all the love and support that is being sent your way from all over Ireland. I look forward, she said, to meeting you and Claire on Monday, which of course is today. And uh, she herself had a busy weekend with the family um, and even got as far as <laughs> to brave books. Uh, she got an iron sweater for, for Amelia because of the, she's blaming Taylor Swift for that. Um, and they, but most importantly, they went for chips at McDonald's, which is, of course, one of my favourite spots. So excellent taste. Uh, wishing them all well this morning. They, the feelings to Jim and Amelia and Dara and, of course, Vicky. And I'm always... Um, struck when talking to Vicky about how important, and this is not something I say in, 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 in a trite way at all, how important it is when people say, oh, such a lovely feedback and such a lovely response. It really is that people send letters. Charlie was telling me, uh, I think it was off air on Friday night, that I said, where do people send letters to you? How do they get you? They, he said, they write, Charlie Bird, Wicklow. Bang. Like, that's the beauty of this country, of course, that, that things like that can happen. And uh, but the emails that Vicky gets that you all sent her and do continue to send her and the um, letters or cards or whatever they might be to Charlie, they really do lift um, the spirits and the heart and and, and help propel him forward. So anyway, thinking about Charlie and Claire and their extended family today and of course Vicky and her family today. 
and no doubt we'll, we'll, we'll talk to both of them in due course again. Um, elsewhere, because uh, the Vincent de Paul, this is a very important time of the year for Vincent de Paul, and they are um, obviously helping people struggling financially, which I think is a serious issue, obviously, this Christmas. And since the start of COVID-19, um, calls for assistance have from, from people to Vincent de Paul have almost doubled. And of course, Christmas coming and a lot of... Uh, um, contact with the charity to try and get some help. Uh, home visits halted, of course, due to the pandemic. Volunteers have been doing assessments over the over the phone, so it's a tricky one for them. But they got nearly uh, two hundred thousand calls before the end of the year. So this uh, that's what they expect to get. Uh, so it's a busy time. Uh, SVP.ie and um, it's only Monday, but I can tell you on Friday we'll be doing something very special for the Vincent de Paul uh, on the Late Late Show. But more of that later on in the uh, week. I love the picture I saw over the weekend of the identical twins celebrating their 99th birthday in court. Did you see that? They were they were a great, great photograph. Identical twins, Joan Barrett and Kay Brogan, they celebrated their 99th birthday at a nursing home in Douglas in Cork with staff attributing their longevity to their positive attitude in life. I believe that. I believe that. The director of the nursing uh, at uh, Daraglin uh, Nursing Home, Mary Conway, said that it was heartwarming to see the siblings mark such a milestone age alongside each other in the home, as reported here in Cork Bio. Uh, Joan was a confectioner with Thompson's Bakery. How about that? And she was also in America as a nanny to dignitaries where they brought her to lots of famous places and she met the Kennedy family, as it happens. So there was uh, so many Irish um, nannies did down through the years. Uh, and Kay, meanwhile, was the head usher in the Savoy Cinema in Cork in the 1950s, which was a very prestigious job. And she was involved in film festivals and so on. So they had really interesting lives and still do at, 20, at 99 years old, identical twins uh, celebrating their birthday. So a very happy birthday to you both and, uh, and indeed happy Christmas. Lovely. Uh, meanwhile, over in the United States of America, it intrigued. The next, gener- the next presidential election in America is going to be as interesting as the last one. I think it really is. They're already circling uh, Kamala Harris saying she's unelectable. Joe Biden, they're saying, please hand the torch over to the next generation. He'll be 82 on election day the next time, so they think that's not going to be a runner. Uh, this is just, you know, my analysis of it, just reading it um, every day. And um, obviously then the Republicans are looking at Trump. But now Trump and Bill O'Reilly, who I thought was kind of cancelled, but they, they've been announcing going on a three-day, or at least a three-city history tour, magical history tour, um, where they're to do, I suppose, a Q&A series. But they can't flog the tickets. And this is a very interesting thing because... If the interest in Trump is on the wane, now the Republicans uh, candidates, maybe the Ted Cruz or whoever else might be sniffing around, will be going, oh, well, hang on a second, Mike Pence, I know, has set up a committee to look into these things. So we'll watch that with, with great, great interest. That's that's fascinating. I mentioned a film at the beginning, halfway through the year, yeah, during the summer, called Quo Vadis Aida. Uh, and I said it was a very heavy going, harrowing film, uh, indeed, based on the uh, Srebrenica massacre and the UN's failure to protect the people there. Anyway, it was a really knockout film um, and a very poor, important film, I'd argue. And I'm glad to see that they won uh, Best Director and Best Actress Awards uh, this weekend at the European Film Awards because they weren't expected to. Uh, from what I read here from Tara Brady in the Irish Times. The film has gained much critical traction. It was not, however, expected to lock 
quite so many of the ceremonies big hitters lock out quite so many of the ceremonies big hitters so uh, I'm glad to see that because that was that was a fine film she was excellent the uh, the leading um, actress in that film so well done to her Yasna Jerkic is the name of, of that woman and I've been talking a little bit about West Side Story I still didn't get a chance to watch the original yet I had a busy weekend in, in, in other ways so I didn't but the tree is up that's very pretty actually some of the, my pals across on TV were saying uh, and they totally encouraged me. By the last minute, we went down to the shop and said, let's do this. We've got coloured lights, like the 80s. And they're really nice. Instead of, you know the way they just, it's, come on, they are nice. No, they're not big, gaudy bulbs. They're gent. Try it sometime, <laughs> as somebody once said. Anyway, Spielberg's West Side Story has been getting rave reviews. And yet it kind of bombed a bit at the box office at the weekend. They're very surprised by how poorly it did. Uh, and what they're saying is, well, hang on, sometimes musical-based films, like, for example, The Greatest Showman, do quite badly. And then weeks later, people say, you should go and see it. That's really good. And the word of mouth builds and builds and builds. And before you know it, it becomes a box office hit. So a poor opening, despite the big reviews, but it may grow uh, in due course. And speaking of films, I was watching the uh, reliable sources uh, on CNN yesterday afternoon and they were talking about the right-wing uh, media. Uh, you'd swear there was going to be uh, Armageddon. And they started playing clips of Armageddon, the film. I said, I can't remember that film, really. So I went and found the trailer for Armageddon. And I'm looking at it going, I love a bit of dystopia. Like, I love seeing New York under attack in terms of food films. I don't actually want to see New York. Don't take me out of context here. Uh, I love to see it like, in, in space. You know, like it was 40 years from now and suddenly New York, so there's mad things happening. Then I see Bruce Willis is there. Um, ben Affleck starts showing up. Um, I don't think there was any Oscars handed out for acting that year, but just judging by the trailer alone, uh, Liv Tyler, beautiful Liv Tyler is in it. And I think her dad sang the song from the movie. Um, would that be right? From Aerosmith. Um, and they're all in it. Uh, I'm missing other few people, I'm sure of it. Um, but it looked, I was kind of going, this looks really good. And about two minutes into it, I went, this looks appalling. And I abandoned mission, went back to Band of Brothers. But I see today in buzz.ie that uh, the famous Geminid meteor shower, one of the last major meteor showers of the year, is set to light up the skies this week. So that's nice. The Geminids is uh, regarded as one of the most reliable meteor showers of the year. It usually puts on a dazzling display that wows stargazers around the world each December. And they're caused by dust particles burning up in the high atmosphere at 22 miles per second, creating a spectacular light show for us on the surface. Well, when watching Gogglebox over the weekend, they were watching Will Smith in a submersible going in under the sea from a programme he did on National Geographic called Welcome to Earth. And he goes in under the sea and he's terrified of the water and he's really nervous, in fairness. Um, and he goes in and they turn off the lights in this little submersible machine thing. And suddenly it's a light show of all God's creatures under the sea. And it is magnificent. I've never seen anything quite like it. So well worth a look at. It's ridiculous, says Zendaya, who is uh, five foot ten. This is pertinent to this story. Who says comments about how she is taller than her fella Tom Holland, who is five foot eight, are stupid. Adding, I never thought of it as a thing. 
Uh, well, this, of course, um, got us t- talking about this um, earlier on. Was it a thing? There was, there was people standing up in the office and measuring, you know, having a, you know, a height off and then discussions of, of is when, when is too tall, too tall? When is too small, too small? There was, there, was, there was also this other thing, which is the six foot four guy going out with a five foot three woman and going, yeah, well, that's cool. You know, that's, that's, that's their thing. And uh, this all was started by Zendaya, is her name, and Zendaya, Tom Holland. Apparently, people constantly... Uh, talk about their height differentiation uh, because any time they appear on the red carpet she's got a good couple of inches on him and I said you know people saying oh it must be hard for you guys to kiss and things like that and no this is ridiculous Uh, this is uh, stereotyping tall men tall women rather and short men Uh, Holland's 5'8 she's 5'10 and they spoke at this thing about the gendered construct is an expression for our time of height in real life and as it relates to the movie maintaining that above uh, the all that it shouldn't be a thing. Well, if, you, if, you, if you've got the love, who needs the, you know, the heels, depending on where you're at. Um, I want to read that lovely email that came in about John Brennan's book because we spoke to John about his book, My Name is John, and Brian got in touch with us by email to say, following your interview with John Brennan last week, I bought his book. And within a couple of pages, I was in tears as it's my son's story. For the first time in nine years, I understood his difficulties. And in the few short days since, our relationship has changed. He has many talents I had never seen as I was so blinded by his inability to read. So I cannot thank you and John enough for the first time in many years, my wife and I slept without worry and anxiety as to the future of our son. We are both graduates of Trinity College in Dublin, but now realise our path in life is not the only path. We are like newborn parents, or new parents even, with that excitement you only experience when you have a newborn. Our tunnel of darkness now has light, which we were unable to see until last week. So thank you so, so much, says Brian. Isn't that amazing? Good on John, and obviously that book. As I said to him on the day, it's, it's a manual in some ways, and surely enough, it has brought Brian and his family some great peace and joy. So onwards and upwards. Congratulations. That's the book. My name is John. J-H-O-N. It's spelled like that, obviously, on purpose. An atypical story of success. That's uh, published by Gill Books. Angela in Limerick. I stumbled across Quo Vadis uh, Aida on Saturday night. It was such a great film, especially when you think of uh, all of that has happened so recently. I couldn't help comparing the film to Hotel Rwanda and how the people of Srebrenica seem to be abandoned by the UN and Europe. A very sad and interesting watch. It is an excellent watch. And if, again, I would say if I was a history teacher or a civics teacher, whatever those classes are called these days, uh, I would show that one and say this only, this only happened down, uh, down the road, uh, both in a temporal and geographical sense. Um, definitely go and see West Side Story. OK, myself and a friend went to see it yesterday. It was really wonderful in every way. Not a rustle from anyone in the, in the cinema, says Maureen, and all remained seated until the end of the credits, which is a good sign in itself. Uh, the last episode of uh, Succession is on tonight. And my friend, one of my pals would tell me over the weekend um, that he, he said, have you, have you noticed they changed the the opening credits? There's a little new, a little small little tweak. I said, no, I normally fast forward the credits, actually. And he said, no, you should you should stick with them. They'll do something really clever. And I said, oh, OK. Can they go back over seven, eight episodes now to all the credits to put it together? Ryan, the whole series of Welcome to Earth is on Disney Plus. You will not be disappointed. It is excellent. And Will Smith does a great job. Okay, thank you, Stuart. Appreciate that. Uh, we took our Neve says we took our teenage daughters to West Side Story on Saturday. It's a 60-mile round trip to our nearest cinema, so I need a good reason to go to a film. I wasn't pushed about going, but the 14-year-old was very keen, so off we went. Good. Have to say we loved it. Like a fabulous episode of Dancing with the Stars with Fighting. 
Uh, those 50s frocks, the dancing, the emotional story, big thumbs up from us. Hey, the reviews are in, that's for sure. And you know what? It's a bit like Dancing with the Stars, which we, we, we talked about on Friday. We're going to talk about it again. We've got two new announcements of Dancing with the Stars um, contestants joining us uh, this morning, one by phone, one live in studio. And it is, you know, when I, when we saw Neil and uh, Ellen and Grania and Angus on Friday night, all looking fabulous, you just think, yeah, that's what the world needs. <laughs> we need a bit of sparkle in our lives. So it's good stuff. I uh, heard you talking, says Derek, with an author last week about his new book. Oh, that's John. Yeah. Uh, could you remind us of the title? My name is John. Is what you're looking for there. And uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Right. At uh, 20 past nine, don't forget, we've got a quiz for you today. We've got Dancing with the Stars in for you today. Um, and... Sorry to see the... the uh, I, was on, I think it was on Friday, Mike Nesbeth, Nesmith of the... Uh, monkeys died at the age of 78. I was trying to figure out, remember when I was a kid, everyone said, oh yeah, do you know one of the monkeys' um, family invented Tipex? That was always the, they invented Tipex and he's loaded. So I was seeing the piece today here on RT.ie. He inherited, he did indeed inherit a fortune in 1980 when his mother, uh, who is the was the inventor of the correction fluid called liquid paper, um, she she passed away in 1980. So his liquid paper isn't, that's not an American name for Tipex, it's a totally standalone product. Uh, anyway, he, he sadly passed away and of course Davy Jones is gone and Peter Tork is gone and that uh, leaves poor old Mikey Dolans as the last standing monkey, as it were. Didn't know though, uh, Mike Nesmith also had production credits for videos like uh, All Night Long from Lionel Richie and Michael Jackson's The Way You Make Me Feel. So he's got his fingers in many pies. But at 9.21, let's take this from the monkeys. <laughs> The Monkeys uh, last train to Clark. Thank you, by the way, to Maura McNamara in Nace for sending me the lovely um, copy of the Moat Writers uh, book of uh, collected poetry and prose. They were the lockdown poets. And it's called The Voices. And thank you. They sent in it in an envelope that was addressed using only Scrabble pieces. On the on, as the address, which was pretty, pretty, pre- you had my attention from the beginning, and also to Eileen O'Duffy, who's written a, a very beautiful book called "From Dirt and Dips to Dry Robes." Yes, it's true; it's happened. It's it's officially happened. Bathing in Dunleary through the ages, and actually, it's a really, it's a lovely presentation, and it is a lovely tribute to people who, not just um, in recently, uh, recent times, taken to the sea. But it takes them just flipping through it here because it was so lovely. The photographs are, are gorgeous and a great history of the time and places and how, and the timelessness, I suppose, of sea swimming and everything like that that involved in that world. And I know the happiness it brings to people. So good on you. Uh, nice job. Lovely production on that, too. Um, I did, 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 loved West Side Story. Good, says Billy in Wexford. Updated uh, beautifully. And Rita Marino may get a second best supporting actress at 90 years old and thus breaks several records. Yeah, there's. I tell you who I think I am. I don't know. I'm taking a, a spoofy guess on this, but I'll do it. I think the if I could give my Oscars this year to, or if I can predict who will get them, I think Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. I don't think I've seen a performance as good this year. And secondly, um, I think uh, Kirsten Stewart uh, in Spencer 
for she plays Diana. I just feel those two are the two names. I think it might go, but I, I, again, I may well and most likely will be completely wrong. Uh, but that's where I'm going with my five euro. If you have seen uh, the Super Value ad, by the way, on TV with the beautiful ad with Deermwood and the wounded deer who was nursed back to help, helped by a little girl called Aoife, uh, the importance of caring and the magic of Christmas ensures a very happy ending with, of course, Deermwood making his way back to Santa. So we're going to celebrate today that magic, really, with Super Value all this week on the show. We have essentially €700 Euro worth of Super, Super Value vouchers to give away every day to one lucky listener. But, and this is a Christmas quiz with a magical twist, and you will, uh, because you will also win €700 Euro worth of vouchers to give to somebody you know that you feel deserves them. How about that? It could be a neighbour who delivered food to your doorstep while you were in quarantine, or what about your sister who helped you replan your wedding every time it was cancelled, or the carer who visits a family member who has become so important in their life. Your stories are welcome. I'd be better by email to, for this one, rte.ie, ryan at rte.ie, uh, for your emails. I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you, and we'll do that later on. Ryan, that long uh, song, Last Train to Clarksville by the Monkeys, has a line, we'll have time for coffee-flavoured kisses. Can you think of anything worse, says Eugene. <laughs> well, there you go. Coffee-flavoured kiss. I never actually uh, knew that was a line in it. I, I like the song, but uh, I didn't know about the coffee-flavoured kisses. Good, God help us. Don't forget to mention Max winning the Formula One Grand Prix in Abu Dhabi. Well, it was on every news bulletin, that's for sure, um, last night. And he beat his long-time rival, Lewis Hamilton. I can tell you that, because uh, <laughs> that's what they said. I was watching the news. Uh, his first world championship would have been um, Lewis's eighth uh, big controversy going on still. Yeah, well, I know it was a big, big uh, sporting event for the F1 fans listening this morning, so that's good. Okay, let's. Would we? Are we going dancing with the stars with our two reveals? Okay, let's do that after this. The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio One. Did not know that Brian Griffin in Limerick, uh, Mike Nesmith was a great songsmith in his own right. He wrote Different Drum in 1967. Um, amazing. I was only playing that song at the weekend. I have it, uh, it's on one of my lists and uh, didn't know that was the connection. Love that song. I'm going to play it for you tomorrow. Uh, let you know Super Value Ad is a favourite in our house, says the text. It made me a little emotional when I first saw it. And even my four year old girl, Amy, shed a tear. Happy tears, though. And now she gazes at it when it comes on. Yeah, it's classy ad, that one. And nice to hear um, Billy says, Roshin, many years ago, I was a public health nurse in Lusk and he used to bring his firstborn down to the health centre. He's in flying form, isn't he? It was great to hear him. Uh, all full of the joys of the season, which is exactly what we need. Right, well, I think we should get a little Christmassy. So we'll go with Ella on this one, as it's the 13th of December. Let's get busy in the snow. Just hear those. When a man is taller than a woman, it's no big deal. Same with age, if there's a 10-year difference between a man and his younger partner, no one bats an eyelid. But if the woman is older and the man, uh, then the man she's looked at is, uh, is a cradle snatcher. I just don't see this, this text. Why should it even matter? Why does it get people in such a tizzy? Because they have time. That's why. Um, most people don't have time and don't bother getting into a tizzy about it, but some people have time, and that's what happens. All right, we're going to leave it there for today. Uh, thanks so much for being with us. We'll see you tomorrow between 9 and 10. Stay tuned for Claire, and have a wonderful day. The Ryan Tuberty Show. Listen back on the RTE radio player.